0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think
1: you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joy ride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6:30, Chad
1: and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X. ca
0: on Oilers Radio. 6:30, Chad.
1: 105
0: in Edmonton, Brendan S. Scott with you on Oilers Now. It's all brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can keep your text coming at 630 630 on the Heartland Ford text line. With over 10 million dollars in new and pre-owned inventory, they're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Remember, I was asking you, where were you on this day 31 years ago when Wayne Gretzky got traded? Jen Conway is known best as NHL History Girl on Twitter. We're pleased to be joined by her on our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Jen, were you around back then, 1990, or 1988, rather, when the great one and the greatest trade, or I wouldn't say greatest, but the most significant trade in hockey history went down?
1: Um, I was, but at the time, I think I was about seven or eight, and I wasn't really a hockey fan yet.
0: So let's start right there then. How did you become a hockey fan? What is the background story for you turning into this sort of well-known Twitter personality?
1: Um, uh, long story short, I liked the boy who played hockey and happened to be a penguins fan and more specifically he was a Yager fan so the fact that i am a hockey fan is all completely Yarmir Yoger's fault
0: <laughs> did you dig the mullet back in the day
1: um well i just liked watching him play and then the boy i liked you know I, I just i hung out pretending to like hockey and then i liked hockey and then it turned out i liked hockey way more than i liked the boy so i ditched the boy and kept the hockey
0: Excellent, And that's paid dividends here at this point, I think. So, Jen, the the central premise of your Twitter account, the reason I wanted to have you on, we have a similar segment on our show. the end of each show, we go this day in Oilers history. Now, you do this day in NHL history, and it covers such a wide variety of topics, but that's not how you started. You started as a writer, is that correct?
1: Yeah. um, As much as people make fun of Bleacher Report these days, back then it was a really good site for... Uh, writing and putting your name out there and, and working through, you know, who you are as, as a sports writer or for me uh, as, a, as a hockey historian. So that's, that's really where I got my start writing. And then a couple of people said, hey, you know, this would be really cool if you could translate this to Twitter or Facebook or one of those. And uh, here I am. So
0: when you were writing, you were, you were NHL based. Did you go to school to be a writer? Is that how this all came to fruition for you?
1: No, uh I was I was in grad school in an English program thinking, oh, I wanna I wanna teach English and it turns out that I don't like being told how to think about literature very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I read a novel I, I don't want to be thinking, Oh yes, this is post constructionist blah 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 blah. Like I, I don't wanna I, it, it ruined it for me and and so I took up um Uh, sports writing sort of as a like a side hobby a stress relief and um yeah i I enjoyed that more than in grad school obviously
0: we're chatting with uh, nhl history girl on twitter we know her as jen conway and jen you cover such a wide variety of topics um pertaining to the hockey world i'm very curious where your archived information comes from if you're willing to divulge that
1: uh, no, everybody asks me that. I mean, that's probably the first thing that people ask me every time. It's like, where do you find this? Uh, the answer is I I work in a library. And so I have access to a lot of archives, um, especially like newspaper archives. Um, I have access to, to books, to other research like that. And so that's where I get a lot of it. Um, some of it I get from uh, books, magazines, interviews. Uh, I've done a couple interviews with uh, a few players. it just it comes from all over the place,
0: and you're up over twenty five thousand Twitter followers now. Um, what did you Am I? To, <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you are uh, <laughs> in terms of building that brand, I think you might have just answered that for me but did you did you have to work to get that kind of following or did it just um, one of those things that sort of the stars aligned for you
1: um to be honest, and I mean to be completely honest, and, and uh, my boyfriend will even tell you, I never have any idea h- how many followers I have. Never. Um, that's not a goal for me in any way, shape, or form. I just really like putting out the information that I put out, and I like interacting with people. And that's, that's what it is to me. I like, I like telling people things that they didn't know about hockey. Um, I like people telling me their stories about, oh, yeah, this one time I ran into Marty McSorley and blah, 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 you know. Um, it's, It's fun for me. And so I don't ever really stress out about, you know, how many verified followers I have or how many followers I have in total or how many retweets I have. I just, I don't worry about any of that. I'm just having fun.
0: Having said all that, though, just to put some context to this, TSN hockey, uh, Sportsnet stats, Grant Fear, uh, Paul Biz, Nasty Piece of Net, like you go down the list and you you are very legitimate in what you do. So, you know, you've <laughs> got to pat yourself on the back at some point there with that. Now, Jen, you talked about sharing stories with people. Is there anything really memorable if you, you've, you know, interacted with somebody online? What is the most standing out historical moment that you've encountered either directly or indirectly
1: i got to I, I got to go to uh the washington capitol's opening night uh banner raising ceremony wow So that and uh, i got to sit in a press box and that was amazing um i never in a million years would have ever thought that would happen for me you know, it's just these really amazing little moments that I that I get to have now and then, um, just because of, of what I do on Twitter.
0: <laughs> you are from North Dakota, is that correct? Yes. And so that's not, I mean, it's a hockey hotbed in the collegiate sense, but outside of that, how, <laughs> you must it's got to be a little bit of work for you here and this is clearly a passion project but in terms of being able to follow all this stuff like this is relatively new we'll say within the past 10 years that just technology and and social media and that sort of thing has enabled you access to that but it's not as if you're from a hockey hotbed and that's why you've wanted to do this like you just had passion for the game um are you a fighting hawks fan do you get to go to their games are you even still in north dakota
1: no, I'm still in North Dakota, and I do go to pretty much all of the home games. This year I had to miss a couple because I had emergency gallbladder surgery. Well, I'm glad you're so I, still with I, us doing yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a reason why I wasn't going to climb all those stairs to the press box for, you know, two games. Um, but I go to pretty much every, every UND home game, and I go to the regionals. Um, but beyond that, i um, I have to watch from afar.
0: We have NHL History girl Jen Conway on the River Crea Resort Casino hotline right now. and you're uh, talking to a market right now that could arguably one of, be one of the most storied NHL franchises, and yeah, I was watching your timeline today, and not only was today the day that Gretzky was traded, but of course the 1979 draft and and one in which really built the dynasty for the Oilers. Uh, with respect to the orange and blue up here, w- just talk about the the history of this franchise and, and how special it really is in this market and what the 80s meant, uh, you know, not only to hockey, but to I guess this community, if you will.
1: Oh gosh, where do I start? Um, the the Oilers are a really unique team in that when they were when they came into the NHL, they were able to come in from a position of power because the NHL owners were kind of petty. And I say kind of, you know, I mean a lot, but. So there was a lot of pettiness going on and a lot of, okay, well, we're going to let you in the club, but we're going to take away all your toys. And that's why the other teams came in and were sort of weak and and, um, not as fun as they were um, before merging into the NHL. Uh, So that's really a unique position that that they came in from. Um, And then on top of that, they didn't have to worry about losing Wayne Gretzky to the draft. Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize it. Um, they just assume that he was drafted like everyone else, and he had actually signed a personal services contract.
0: And we were talking yeah, about that signing- earlier on today's show, actually, Jen, in terms of how... Because up here, it's it's widely considered the sale of Wayne Gretzky, not the trade of Wayne Gretzky. And when you're talking about yes. $15 million back in 1988, that is a significant amount of money for anything, let alone a player. But that couldn't happen in a modern NHL because there's no such thing as a personal services contract, right? Right.
1: There, there's no way that this could ever happen again. Um, the way contracts and, and things are structured now, there's just no way this would ever happen again. And uh, now you can't really trade players for money or for straight-up money. You can trade them for, you know, player contracts or, or what have you, but you can't trade them for straight-up money anymore the way you could then. Um, so that's another really unusual aspect to the deal. And then you look at the two players or three players that, they, that were thrown in at the end as an afterthought, and, you know, it really looks like it looks like a robbery. To be honest i mean it just looks like a straight-up robbery by the kings
0: um certainly that's one of the most significant nhl moments is there anything else that really stands out to you uh, maybe outside the franchise like when you're doing your research is there anything that you look at and you just yourself you know this this one resonates for me in particular oh uh,
1: there's a lot that does um It's kind of fun because every day it seems like there's something new and something interesting i'm finding out so there's always something um one of the things that really caught me now i was in high school during the great abs red wings rivalry years Mm -hmm. and uh you know everybody hated claude lemieux now I'm, i'm a i'm a Habs fan like deep down at heart i try to stay neutral on on twitter but deep down at heart i'm a habs fan and so um I I sort of grew up with with Claude Lemieux on the team. I didn't think anything about it. But then, you know, later on, everybody hated him, and he was the worst guy ever, and this and that. And I was digging through some archival stuff, and there was a story about a fan, um, a a young fan of his, a, a young lady had been in this really bad car accident, and he heard about it. And he drove something like four or five hours just to sit at this young lady's bedside and hold her hand and tell her everything was going to be okay for an hour or two. It's like, it's that sort of thing that really just sort of transforms your view and your memory of, of the game and, and of the, the players.
0: Incredible. And I know uh, Brendan Lemieux, Claude's son, is is certainly a, a trade target. Has been widely talked about by the fan base up here as, as a possible return for Yesapoy Arvi. So if he has half of that kind of character, I think he'd be a great addition to the dressing room here. We've got Jen Conway on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. She is NHL History Girl on Twitter. Um, we talked about your following. Is there any. significant plan to sort of grow what you're doing here or you just kind of you do what you do and whatever happens happens
1: ultimately i'd like to catch on with the team ultimately i don't think it's going to happen but maybe someday uh but in the meantime i'm just going to keep on having fun and doing what i do and then i'm trying to enhance it a little um i have plans for specific uh themes to address um you know, certain things like uh, first-round Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, uh, players like Blaine Locker. Uh, what happened? You know, how'd that go wrong? Um, things like that. Or uh, uh, I think two years ago, I did a couple days of um, players in what feels like the wrong uniforms. So, and, and people seem to really like that. So I think I'll bring that back as well. And then um, some more, like, straight-up Players you've never heard of and really should know about. Type days.
0: It sounds like this would all make a great book if you ever are able to <laughs> compile that stuff. And certainly, working in as you're just a, a librarian is that uh, the day job for you?
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. Great stuff, Jan- Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to work on a book. Unfortunately, uh, I have a lot of chronic hand pain, and so it, there are some days that are better than others. And Sometimes I just don't want to think
0: about it at all. (laughs) Understood. Well, we certainly appreciate what you're able to provide content-wise on Twitter. I know I follow it every single morning when I come into work. Uh, Love what you do, Jen. I really appreciate you taking the time here, and I look forward to chatting in the future. Yeah,
1: this has been fun. Thanks for having
0: me. Excellent. Thanks, Jen. That is Jen Conway. She is on Twitter, at NHL History Girl. If you don't already follow her, go do it. She's a great follow. It's, it's wildly entertaining. It's updated every day, frequently. Um, I know lots of our listeners here on this show have a great appreciation for the old school of hockey. You get pretty interesting tidbits out of her. It is 1.20 in Edmonton. We'll step aside. But I do have to remind you, I'm curious where you were when Wayne Gretzky...
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: was traded on this day back in 1988. We'll get to more of your responses when we return on Oilers Now.
1: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad,
0: It's a pleasure chatting with Jen Conway there, a the, uh, Twitter personality who... Phoebe has even more clout than I gave credit for prior to her appearance on the show this afternoon but interesting and again I urge you to uh, to saucer a follow on there if you aren't already. All right, uh, back to the Heartland Ford text line here. 31 years ago I want to know where you were when you heard the news. Eugene says they were driving from Kelowna back to Lloydminster. They were in the Rockies when everything was announced. Maybe a day you wish you didn't have radio service, but then you would have been blindsided when it came back in. So uh, appreciate your contribution there, Eugene. Um, Dexter in Edmonton says, I heard the night before the trade went down, my dad was told while at a wedding that Pocklington was at he had to promise not to say anything. and had to wait until the news conference to tell anyone. He told me that night, and I called my best friend who was a sports writer at the Journal to give him the story. He wouldn't print it without a confirmed source, which I could not give since it was my father. He missed out on the biggest story. <laughs> oh, boy, that's uh, that's a moral predicament from a journalistic standpoint that you just can't afford to get wrong. That would be a career ender. Jared says uh, he was 12 years old, heartbroken. Got over it in 1990 when the moose... Ho- hoisted the cup, however. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here on the text line, but that probably took the sting out of it just a little bit. Just a little bit, knowing that the core group that was still left over could still get the job done. And as the texture in Edmonton points out, I don't agree with her, and referencing Jen, that that was a robbery. The Oil got a 50-goal guy, and Jelena was part of the lid line that won the cup, etc. So, and I try, I was sort of alluding to that off the top of the show here, that it's it's not as if they got fleeced. It's not as if they got nothing. I don't know if any return is ever going to, to be enough for the greatest player of all time in any sport. What would their return from Michael Jordan have been? We'll never know. Uh, a couple of random miscellaneous potpourri texts here. I wanted to say that I met an Oilers player in Mexico on vacation, says a texter out of Edson. Colby Cave was a really nice man, great ambassador for the Oilers. I'm a Calgary fan, but really impressed with this young man's commitment to the game and to the team. I wonder if Colby Cave ends up winning a roster spot this year. He'll be in the mix of it down the middle, whether that's going to be for the third line center role, the fourth line center role. He'll certainly be there sort of a sandpaper guy and you played with Jake DeBrusque if I'm not mistaken in Swift Current so yeah, I like Colby Cave as a player it's encouraging to hear that he's a, a great young man outside of the confines of the rink as well uh, Jennex from Kalmar says Jack Roslovic from Winnipeg a cheap, good, young third line centre on the up and up for Yesa Yarvi and a middle round pick they can get the Lion A and Pujarvi Jr. combo back together that's not the first time I've heard uh, Roslovic is a desired acquisition for a potential return for Yesapu Yarvi. It's all going to depend, in my opinion, on whether the receiving team is willing to take on that kind of risk. I don't think at this point, and with how things have been handled this summer, that Winnipeg would want to take on that kind of baggage. That's where I stand on it. I don't think Roslevic, uh I I think that's too much of a return for the Oilers at this point, but that might change as time goes on here. We'll see. One more text here. Uh, I was stepping off a helicopter onto an offshore Alaska drilling vessel, says Brian in Calgary, when he found out about the trade. You know, (laughs) this whole province is just so... it's. Amazing, the oil industry and what what that's all done. All of these texts coming in. I was working at a refinery, that kind of thing. All right, it is 12, 127, excuse me, here in Edmonton. We're going to get an Eskimos game day preview with the voice of the Eskies here on 630 Chad Morley Scott, they're taking on the Red Blacks tonight. Eight o'clock start time, note that as well. So the countdown to kickoff here on 630 Chad, is getting going at six. It'll be an extended one for you wrestling fans. Roman Reigns in the house tonight.